It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. here resistance is futile this indeed you are Paul. is fan effect hi i'm andy farnsworth from ksl news radio and ksl's fan effect podcast i'm also the movies and pop culture guy for ksl 5 today and this is my mostly spoiler free review of universal pictures ninth entry in the fast and furious franchise titled simply and appropriately f9 Few movie franchises have the kind of connection between its creators and its fans that the Fast and the Furious franchise does. Vin Diesel and crew have been rolling out movies for two full decades now, and the series has a fiercely loyal following. It also is one of the few not based on a pre-existing intellectual property, like a book or comic book series or a toy franchise. So every entry has to be written from scratch, story, characters, everything. There's no source material to lean on, which kind of makes it even more impressive that we're now on movie number nine of this franchise that has grossed nearly $6 billion. Yes, billion with a B, because they didn't have to build an audience to begin with. They had to earn it. Now, even I was late to this party. I watched the original seven movies for the first time just before Fate of the Furious came out in 2017, and I was surprised to find myself totally hooked by the time I got halfway through the movies. F9 was another blockbuster movie postponed by the COVID-19 pandemic, arriving now after a year's wait. So we pick up with Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto leading a quiet life off the grid with Letty, played again by Michelle Rodriguez, and his son. But they know danger's never far away. This time, a ghost from Dom's past threatens the world, and his crew must get back together to stop a world-threatening plot led by the most skilled assassin and high-performance driver they've ever encountered. Who could this be? Why, none other than Dom's long-lost and forsaken brother, Jacob, played by John Cena. Fans have high hopes for F9 with the return of director and co-writer Justin Lin, who also helmed the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth chapters of the series, pretty much when Fast and Furious transformed into a global blockbuster. The action hurdles around the globe once again, including London, Tokyo, Central America, Scotland, even Azerbaijan. As the PR team for this movie is hyping it, old friends will be resurrected, old foes will return, history will be rewritten, and the true meaning of family will be tested like never before. Now for me, the strength of the movie was once again its cast returning are Tyrese Gibson, Chris Ludacris Bridges, Natalie Emanuel, Jordana Brewster, Kurt Russell, and even Sung Kang, which I'll discuss in a minute, as well as Oscar winners Helen Mirren, Charlize Theron. Now they've inhabited these characters for so long now that longtime fans of the movie feel like they actually are family. And despite the movie being as much about loud and fast car chases and explosions, it's the little character moments and interactions that help cement that feeling of family. But make no mistake, the loud and fast car chases and explosions are in there too, including the use of giant magnets, car being, cars being caught in midair by fighter jets, driving up broken wooden bridges, and um, how shall I say this, driving higher than the air than they ever have before. You can see director Lin's signature imprint both in the action scenes and character interactions. You can tell he's intimately familiar with the franchise and he brings back pretty much any character who's been in the series before that's still alive. A character who we didn't know was in the franchise at all, but 
all along apparently was. That's Cena's, Cena's Jacob Toretto. And even a character who we thought was dead. Now, I mentioned earlier that Sun Kang returns to play the character Han Lu, a member of Dom's crew who was supposedly died in an earlier movie in the franchise and who we later learned was killed by Jason Statham's character, Deckard Shaw. So when Shaw becomes part of the team in another movie, a lot of fans were pretty upset that a series about family welcomed in the killer of one of the family members. Thus began the hashtag Justice for Han, which apparently worked because Han is back in this movie. Like I said, few franchises have the kind of connection between creator and fans as this one does. As far as warnings, content-wise, you get about what you'd expect from this series. F9 is rated PG-13 for car-related mayhem, violence, both with guns and fists and language. It's almost two and a half hours long, though after a little sluggish start, it actually rolled by pretty quickly. But the biggest warning is that you really can't watch this movie without having watched multiple Fast and Furious movie predecessors, especially numbers 3, 7, and 8. I'm sorry, but you just can't start your Fast and Furious education with F9. Just like it's almost impossible for the characters in the Fast and Furious to really die, it's just as impossible to only say a few words about the franchise, mostly because it takes so dang long to explain everything that's going on. But unfortunately, with so many entries in the saga, some are bound to suffer by comparison, in my opinion, F9 does just that. It will feel comfortable and familiar for fans, and it does have its moments, but it is not one of the stronger entries in the series. I give F9 two out of four stars. Quite a bit of dialogue was more clunky than I would have expected, and while the story itself connected pretty well with earlier plot threads in the series, some of the scenes felt like they were written by high school fans of the franchise who said to each other, you know what would be cool? This. Also, when you try and top yourself with each new movie in a series, at some point, the level of ridiculousness is going to be too much to overcome. F9 didn't quite get there, but it came close. Now, don't get me wrong. This movie will make a bunch of money and have plenty of fans who love it. I do worry, though, because Universal has already announced that the series has two more movies coming to wrap up the saga, and I just don't know what else they could do. If you want to watch F9, it is playing exclusively in movie theaters. No streaming at home. For this one for a few months. Thanks for watching. I hope you and your family found this review helpful, and I invite you to check out some of my other in-depth reviews of movies and streaming TV shows on KSLTV.com. I'll see you there. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.